I opened my restaurant because cooking over an open fire was my thing. Scratch made cobbler, totally my thing. But spreadsheets and payroll, just not my thing. Regents helps business owners keep up the good work and simplify the other work with business checking account options and time-saving cash management tools. More time doing my thing works for me. For tools and services to help you keep up the good work, switch to Regions at regions.com slash smallbusiness. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regents Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. And greetings and salutations, everybody. My name is Stephen Julian. I am your host for Gwinnett Business Radio today on Business Radio X, coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios inside the beautiful Sinesta Atlanta Gwinnett Place Hotel. With me today, my co-pilot, Amanda Peach. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. How are you today? It's fantastic to sit next to you this morning. We haven't hosted together in a while. It has been a while, but I always love it when we get to do it. And we've got some great guests today. Uh, we have Max Wolk with Raymond James. We also have Nancy Harrington and Sarah Sr. from Insperity. But before we get to them, I want to remind everybody that Gwinnett Business Radio is brought to you by Regions Bank. We're here to help your business's financial future stay on track. Regions Commercial Banking has a team of experienced bankers in Gwinnett who can guide you in all areas of growth. Get the resources you need so every step can move you closer to your business goals. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial dash banking. Regions Bank. Member, member FDIC. FDIC. You walked all over my member FDIC. <laughs> That's your favorite thing to say. That's right. I, I really had the nice dramatic pause and then you did it better than I did. Hey, we, uh, Gwinnett Business Radio is all about amplifying the voice of business. So let's get into doing that. Let's do it. Let's start with Max. I like it. So Max Walk is a financial advisor with Raymond James. Max, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me on today, yeah. guys. I'm excited to get going. Absolutely. Raymond James, financial advisor. Uh, it's kind of in the name what you do, but let me step out of the way and let you describe what is it you do uh, for your clients. Yeah. So, um, I mean, like you said, the nature of it's wealth management. So I work with individuals, business owners, young families uh, to put together a plan to help guide them through, uh, you know, all the trials and tribulations that comes along in life. Uh, and to help get them to the finish line, wherever that is in each individual story. Well, you are a very enthusiastic and well-dressed young man seated here at the table, and you and I had the pleasure of uh, meeting for coffee not too long ago, and you expressed your enthusiasm about Raymond James. I'd like for you to share with our audience how you found yourself working at Raymond James and kind of leading up to that, because I know it's, it was a goal of yours mm -hmm. in your youth. Yeah, so uh, my mother could confirm uh, this is something I've wanted to do since I was about 14, which is pretty weird, <laughs> and most people probably don't have that answer. It's to you know, be a professional athlete, maybe even a firefighter. I think my sister wanted to be an um, ice cream uh, delivery person nice. and drive a truck around. So I know it's a little different, but um, when I was a little bit younger, uh, the only thing I was really good at in school, uh, well, two things, was one was math and two was being a distraction in class. <laughs> so I always like to socialize um, and then like I said the math and all that always came a little natural to me so uh, when I was younger on I was trying to figure out what I want to do with life I've tried to pair those th two things together my two strengths one being a distraction I know but uh, <laughs> um, 
And so as I started to explore and look around into what my options were that kind of, you know, I could mesh those two, I, this was the field that kind of blended both the worlds. It allows me to work with individuals um, and, you know, all the numbers and everything going on. I'm sure, you know, you've seen the pictures and the movies of the finance guys and their screens. You got all these numbers going a bunch of different directions. It kind of uh, just something easy for me to take in. And then I enjoy the conversations I get to have with people as well. So, um, so that's why I knew what field I wanted to get into. And then I do have an uncle uh, that works for Raymond James up in New York. And um, I was talking to him a little bit about it. He knew I wanted to get into the field. Uh, but the first thing he told me to do was to go get a sales job. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, to be honest, it's not the smartest guys in this industry that make it. It's the guys that can get told no a hundred times in a day and keep going. That still have the motor, still have the drive. Um, to persevere. Still, exactly. And to remember their why and keep going. So, um, so I was interviewing a couple different places and he got me in touch with a guy here in Atlanta, uh, my current boss now. And um, after a couple rounds of interviews, I took the job. Fantastic. So before we get into Raymond James and, and kind of what you do, I'm, I'm going to take what you just said, and I want to ask you to, to follow up with one other thing. Speak a little bit to the people who are either currently still in school or are kind of in college or just starting their careers, and, and maybe it might be they need a quick veer. What were some of the things that you recognized in yourself of why you wanted to do this? Talk to those people who might be kind of looking for a direction that maybe this type of work is the kind of work they want to do. Mm. Um, what you know, you said you were good at math and distracting people, but that wasn't necessarily the main things that caused you to to get into this. No, so, no. so talk a little bit about this career and, and why people should be looking to do this. Um, well, it's definitely a challenging career. So. Um, kind of coming out of school, I wanted something that was going to push me. I didn't want something necessarily that I could just take and, you know, all the things you learn within the first couple of weeks, you just repeat that for, you know, a couple of years and that's kind of your job. I wanted something that was going to push me mm -hmm. um, because that's just, I don't know, that's just the kind of person that I am. I like waking up and having a challenge. So to younger individuals, I would encourage yourself to kind of get yourself out of the comfort zone. I didn't think originally I'd want to get into sales necessarily. Um, but exploring that route gave me, uh, you know, a lot of self-discovery. I found out a lot about myself. You, you think you know what you want to do when you come out of school, and I guess I'm kind of lucky because I kind of knew I always wanted to get into this um, from a younger age. But, uh, you know, coming out of school, you have your degree, you have your eyes maybe set on what it is that you want to do. But I would encourage anyone to kind of maybe, if you are struggling to find exactly what it is that pairs, uh, you know, best with, you know, what you want to do or what your degree was, maybe take something a little bit out of your comfort zone. See if you can push yourself. See if you can, um, you know, accomplish something that maybe you didn't think you ever could. So I, my path wasn't direct to getting here. Like I yeah. said, I took a sales job prior. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, the experience that I learned with that only helped me more so with what I do today. Um, and, I, you know, there's a lot of financial advisors that I work with as well. Some that come from a tech background and didn't know this is exactly what they wanted to get into either. Um, so, you know, you can't be afraid to change, can't be afraid to challenge yourself and step out of your comfort zone. I like it. Okay, so you are at Raymond James. So uh, I, I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, there are a lot of companies that do financial advice. There are a lot of companies that offer financial products. So uh, why Raymond James? How is Raymond James different? Uh, what sets them apart from some of the other uh, competitors out there? It was two main things for me. Um, and you learn this kind of going around the interview process. Everyone has... Uh, pros and cons. That's just what happens. No one's perfect. Um, and so 
uh, when I spoke uh, with my now boss and we were kind of going through everything, um, you know, not to get too into the weeds, but um, some advisories make more if they sell certain products, whether it be the company's name that's associated with the product or the type of actual product that it is. I didn't want to do that. I got into this business to help people and I didn't want to try to put people in a box and say, oh, you know, you should definitely go with this if maybe it doesn't pair best with what their goals are. Um, so I wanted a product neutral company. Hmm. I wanted a company that regardless of whatever service or product you pair with the individual, um, you know, we're not any more incentivized. So I don't have to go out there and just, you know, try to sell insurance or maybe try to, excuse me, you know, you know, pitch like an annuity or something like that. I wanted to be able to tailor each plan to, to the individual, client, yeah. to the family, to the business that I'm working with. So that was really important to me. Um, and then number two, my book of business is my book of business. Raymond James does not tell me what to do with my clients. If I were to leave, I could leave with, with my clients. Nice. Right, exactly. And a lot of places like to tie you down. And that's really their only, uh, the only attraction of staying with some firms after you've you know gone and had success is that, hey, if you leave, uh, taking your portfolio right your clients stay here so um so those were two really big decisions in going with rj and then like you said i mean um some of the services they provided for us along the way especially during covid the amount of people i had checking in on me the amount of classes we'd have where it's not necessarily like you know getting on any individual about you know what's your production looking like how many meetings you had we've had hour-long meetings where it's just we they would get like a um like a meditation specialist that would just come on and tell us like how to deal with our stress levels. Wow. Um, and like little things like that. So, I mean, it's just been, they've been so supportive. Seems pretty cutting edge. Why, right. didn't, you, why didn't you bring the meditation specialist with you today? He was in I studio mean, the other day for another podcast. Oh man, missed I it. missed it. I learned how to meditate. Man. Okay. I, I didn't want to bring all my guests yet so that you guys would maybe want to invite me back. <laughs> Spread them out. <laughs> I figured I like I'd that. leave that one up my sleeve for now. Good sales job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, before Max, when you and I were chatting, we got to have a nice conversation about what is your why. And you and I kind of exchanged that, um, what our kind of goals were for the year. I'd like to ask, what is your why, A number one. And then I'd like to ask how you kind of interweave that with giving back. Because I know that you um, participate in some community athletics and give you a chance to kind of tell a little bit about those things. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so my why. Um, you know, we all wake up every morning. Uh, you know, you put your shoes on, you go to your job, and there's this little fire in your belly. And it's kind of what motivates you to show up to what you do, to bring it every day, I guess. I guess that's a little more sales mentality of me. But uh, um, it took me a little time to figure out what it was. Um, when I was younger, I liked playing soccer, and I thought I was just being competitive. I just wanted to beat people at what I did. I wanted to win the game, win the tournament, uh, so on and so forth. And that did... Uh, you know, inspire me a lot. But as I started to get into more of a professional career, career hung up the cleats. Um, and it's not because I wasn't that good. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wasn't that you already good. ruled out being a professional <laughs> athlete. So. Yeah, that was ruled out very early <laughs> in my life. Um, but uh, I started to kind of see that I really enjoyed helping people. Now, I know I could never be a doctor. I'm not that smart. 
But you're good uh, at math. That requires a lot of reading, too, which, look at my SATs. That was not the, my best. Um, did you bring your SATs with you today? Oh, I always keep them on me. Nice. And uh, So he didn't bring meditation, but he did bring his SATs. Stat. All right, so I had to bring the stats. Numbers guy, come on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, I always found out that I, I just really liked helping people. And so I kind of get to pair this role with that. Because if you look at a lot of business partnerships, a lot of marriages, any type of relationship, really, finances are a reason that a lot of things go wrong and being able to help set a plan for individuals reduce those stress levels associated around this touchy subject kind of really fulfilled that why for me with being able to help people kind to you know get into that and um, you know as Amanda alluded to as well I like to um, help all sorts of people Mm. or at least the best that I think I can and so recently I started um, well, technically, I'm a trainer right now, but I'm getting into coaching at the youth level. Um, I got a group of about 36-year-olds that run around and kick me in the shins. Uh, He's a soccer coach. Tw- yeah, twice yeah. a week. Nice. Um, so I've had fun getting into that. Um, but talk about what kind of led you to that, if you don't mind me kind of probing a little bit more, because your desire to serve and become more involved with the community is kind of what led you to that. You and I were talking about kind of off-the-beaten-path networking avenues, and you chose to donate your time and service to something uh, like athletics to kind of become more involved in the community Mm. and develop relationships and also serve. Right. And what I think when it comes to helping to people, you never know who you can help or how you can help them. Um, And so really the only way that you can figure out how to give back and uh, kind of, you know, provide that service to people is to get out in your network. Uh, You have to be, be, you know, meeting new people, having authentic conversations, um, I think we've all gotten a couple LinkedIn messages or maybe a couple cold Random calls. requests right, from exactly, strangers. Right, exactly, from individuals where it's just like, you know, hey, I can do X, Y, and Z for you. And you're just like, I don't know who you are. Like, I'm not going to, you know. But that person might genuinely need the service that you have to offer. So being able to get into the community, like you said, like going to the networking events, you know, coaching soccer, getting back involved, like it exposes me to the opportunity to help more people. Um and Absolutely. so, right. That's so, so given the context of your why, let me ask, if I'm a potential client, what's that process going to look like with you? What, where, where does it, you know, what, what can I expect if I uh, come to uh, Max Wolk with Raymond James and, and I want to talk about my financial future? Right. So the first thing I like to do is I don't want to rush into it too much. Uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like dating, honestly. You know, you have to have the connection. Romance. Right. You have to have the connection first. You don't just want to jump in and start talking numbers. Um, because it's a sensitive subject for a lot of people. So um, I like to spend, you know, whether I'm calling you out of the blue, I like to just set up a little bit of time where we can connect. I can kind of see what's going on in your life, what you have, um, you know, kind of what your outlook is, how's your job, family, all that. So I can get a better picture of everything that you have going on um, because that's what I need in order to, you know, best serve you. I need to know everything. And then from there, we'll move on to maybe doing a discovery meeting where we'll dive a little bit more into the weeds. We'll talk a little bit more about your ambitions, goals, your horizon, timeline, you know. Um, you know, college is always a big thing that comes up. You know, obviously retirement, planning. Everyone wants to retire. No one wants to work until they step in the grave. Uh, morbid as it is, sometimes that's the conversations you got to have. And, um, and then from there, uh, we'll do, you know, the next meeting is usually going to be a strategy meeting where that's where we get a little bit more into the weeds of what it is that I'll actually be able to do to help uh, setting any type of plans for college planning or retirement or kind of talking uh, to individuals about, you know, activating all the different incomes you get, 
uh, as you approach retirement, you know, Social Security, what do you got going on in the type of retirement accounts and stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of, you know, that process as well. And it's funny because you talk to a lot of individuals, especially a lot of younger individuals. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, what stocks or what equities can I get into? And it's like, hey, that's, that's not really entirely what I do. You know, I like mm-hmm. to set the whole plan. Um, you know, I mean, sure, I got a couple ideas here and there. Not that we're talking about them on the radio. I can't say I'm on the air. Right. Um, <laughs> that's just a little tease. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of like a three-step process. Um, and for everyone, it's different. You know, sometimes those meetings, the discovery meeting takes three meetings. Because mm-hmm. um, you want to get as many, you know, family members involved. Um, so you can get a, you know, the whole picture. Mm, I like it. So f- uh, for those people, uh, and by the way, do you, uh, you work with individuals? Do you work with business owners? And so uh, the majority of my practice right now is uh, young families and business owners, okay. small-time business owners. Perfect. So young families, business owners, and any other people who thought, mm-hmm. hey, Max sounds awesome. I want to I wanna go through that discovery process with them. What's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah. Um, so you guys can find me uh, on my socials. Facebook and LinkedIn is a great way uh, to contact me. It's Maxwell Wolk, W-O-L-K, on all of those. Um, feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to set up a call. Uh, I'm getting pretty good at Zoom now. I think we all are for the <laughs> most part. So uh, we can do that as well. Um, and like he said, um, you know, uh, it's not a necessarily a specific individual that I look to work for. Mm. Um, so even if it's just, you know, calling and connecting, um, you know, maybe we discover a little bit of, uh, you know, room for me to maybe help you out. It doesn't matter too, too much. It's like about, about the connection process. I think Amanda said it best mm-hmm. herself. The networking business is kind of like being a farmer. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to plant a bunch seeds. of seeds. Uh, you water where you can. You hope the sun comes shining down. And uh, you never know what it's going to turn out to be. And then we get to go back and collect the fruits of our labor. Wow. <laughs> Wisdom from Amanda Pierce mm-hmm. to end up uh, Maxwell's uh, interview. So Maxwell Wolk, W-O-L-K. Search that on all the social media platforms, I would imagine. The email is max.wolk at, at raymondjames.com. Very good. Wow. Maxwell Wolk from Raymond James, thank you so much for being Thanks. here. Thanks Max. for having me on, Stephen and Amanda. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Amanda, before we get to our next guest, I want to remind everybody that love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Our listeners can enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett. Sure, there are lots of Subaru dealerships, but why not go to the best? Subaru of Gwinnett, where real people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com. Join their family today or come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, like Mike, then check out their Facebook page for the latest news, offers, and community events. Very excited to welcome our uh, next guest. You know, I just had a slight moment there because normally I read that when Mike is doing the show, uh, and I stop. And then I went, oh, wait, wait i got to introduce what? our next guest. You got this. Um, so uh, excited to uh, welcome uh, Nancy, Nancy Harrington and Sarah Sr. They are from Insperity. Ladies, welcome to the studio. Thank you so much. Good We're so morning. excited to be here. Yeah. Yes. So Insperity, there are a lot of people who might not know what that is and what you guys do. So fill us in. Well, Insperity is a company that it's – Uh, an overall HR firm that helps the small to medium-sized business owners with anything and everything that has to do with uh, having employees. So we basically support them uh, via human resource uh, support services and information, keep them uh, safe from liability and risk, and uh, help them with everything that, you know, HR services entails. 
Tell us a little bit um, about what that encompasses, because maybe not everybody understands what a full service HR service provides. So um, a lot of people hear HR services and they think it's... Ah, that's what they think. Sorry. I just thought I'd jump Pulling their eyelashes out. And uh, and what it entails is um, a lot. Um, And that's what I was going to tell you. When people hear HR, they think it's uh, all about mm, health benefits and workers' compensation and maybe payroll, right? So that's not all it is. Uh, There's a lot of things that keep a business owner awake at night. The compliance issues, Mm. laws, regulations that are changing on a daily basis, especially with, uh, you know, the COVID COVID, pandemic mm -hmm. right now, there's people that are not well informed with all the changing laws and regulations. That's where we come in. We keep them informed. We keep them safe from risk and liability. Um, There's things of of the nature of uh, training and development. What am I gonna do with my employees? How am I gonna make them better? How am I gonna show them that I care about them, right? So, you know, things like that is what keeps a business owner up. Not only the financial side of it, but also the the problems that arise when you're a small business owner. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I, you guys said that uh, you work with the small and medium sized. Right. So, uh, Sarah, let me ask you this: is is there a company that's too small? Are we talking companies with one or two employee, one or two employees, and Sparity can help with that? Uh, I, yes, that's actually right. We start off with companies that have at least five employees or more. Okay. So, um, if you want the traditional part of it, you can have like one or two employees. But if you're looking for hey, I'm going to scale my organization, I want to grow, I want to help develop, I need the liability, security blanket that you offer as being a large employer yourself, plan sponsor. So yes, they're, they're at least five if you want us to come in and do the whole full, uh, full scope of HR. And one of the things that I find funny is I've interviewed dozens and hundreds of business owners and people who talk about working with small and medium-sized business. You say small and medium-sized. That means very different yeah, things to very different, different people. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea of you can work with the one or two if it's kind of traditional, but in what you guys do in the package you guys bring, five is kind of the, the minimum. So then what's the maximum that you guys will work with as far as number of employees? And also, where's your sweet spot in, in, in between there? Which I know it's everything, of course. But kind of there's that certain segments that's like, man, this is who we really knock it out of the park with. Yeah, we actually have a lot of our clients are around 100 employees. And uh, that's like our emerging growth because they're on the cusp of really going big time, right? Mm -hmm. But then we also are able to scale with them with our mid-market and enterprise divisions to handle the couple thousand that they're gonna get to. And we've actually had a organization just in three years go from 66 employees to over 6,000 wow. that we've helped. Yeah. I was going to say Amazon. <laughs> oh, no. I wish. <laughs> but that'd be a killer account. That is helping with scaling, if right. I've ever heard it. 66 to 6,000. Right. Well, I had the unique pleasure, um, and I'll let you guys get more into it, but they have a demonstration or like a live you know, mm-hmm. video type deal, and I participated with Nancy and one of their specialists. And getting to just kind of deep dive into the program itself, it was so user-friendly and they address several things that I wouldn't even consider 
to be problematic or wasn't even on my radar about standard operating procedures, tracking things for employees. Like she said, compliance, something as small as putting their birthday in or what kind of cake they like, you know, and you can manage it all within that same portal. So for someone on the management side, it's all very condensed and user friendly. And I'll let you guys expand on on the platform. So um, what I did with you, Amanda, I showed you the traditional model, right? It's called WX. Now, um, we have engineers that take care of showing everybody these demos, and there's different, different types of, uh, two different types of models that we have, and we could have the uh, full shebang model, which is the WO, Workforce, workforce Optimization, and what I showed Amanda, the traditional, which is Workforce Acceleration. Uh, we show them all the technology, and that's what they love to see. But not only do we do these demos, we actually have the service team uh, present at certain, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, Zoom meetings, so that the clients and customers or prospects can meet the people they're going to be working with, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, What what is it that the payroll specialist is going to do for you? What is it that the uh, HR support specialist is going to do for you? What does the client liaison do for you, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where Sarah comes in. Mm -hmm. She's part of that team. And that's what makes us different, right? Because we're so personable with all the services that we provide. We're so hands-on. Where other, you know, people that do the same thing we do, so to speak, are not right. giving. Or they're that trying type to of, do. They're, right, they're well, trying to do. <laughs> I like the human aspect, and that's something that you shared with me um, early on. That you're providing a team. It's not just a computer program with right. resources. Right. It's not a bot. It's a human being. Right. So we would have appointed to us A, B, C, and D personnel mm-hmm. that manage our account. Yeah. A human that you can call. Mm-hmm. It's not a 1-800 number. You're going to have their direct numbers. And anytime you have an issue, a problem, or something you want to discuss, you're going to have your team at your fingertips. And uh, you just call them and they take care of you. If they, luckily, here in Georgia, we have a service center in Kennesaw. So any clients that we have here in Georgia who need help, who need a person to come in, in a matter of minutes, they'll yeah, be human. in your office. Yeah. A human being is going to be in your office, yes. We are speaking with Nancy Harrington. She's Business Performance Advisor with Insperity. We also have Sarah Senior. She is a Client Liaison Account Executive with Insperity. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, I think you should go back to the marketing department. I, I like the concept of WX and WO. That's mm-hmm. kind of simple. Mm-hmm. But personally, I like the full shebang. That mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> that I think name. you should mm-hmm. really work that into uh, into the marketing materials because uh, mm-hmm. I think it explains a lot. Uh, so I want to take what you said, Nancy, and I want to uh, throw it over to Sarah for something, because uh, you talked, so we're talking about kind of the human element. We're talking about it's more than just software. It's not just an app or a 1-800 number. So Sarah, as someone who is uh, working as a client liaison, what do you try to bring that your cl- that the clients are not used to in dealing with other HR companies? Yeah, one thing that uh, one of the greatest thing that they're getting is the fact that I actually, well, people in my position, I shouldn't just say I, right? But <laughs> I'm here the representing team, the company right? today. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> um, one of the great things that I where we bring to the organizations is that we have our HR experience from other large companies mm-hmm. that we've worked at before on, you know, I've worked at international companies and I'm able to um, really dive down and do additional discovery from when Nancy's out there and getting their pain points. Now mm-hmm. I'm able to take those pain points 
talk to these business owners, CEOs, uh, CIOs, whatever the case may be, and really help um, get, get a good discovery from them so we can drive effective policies and implementation to help their business in all the different facets, whether it be benefits or liability or performance enhancements for their people, mm-hmm. their greatest assets. We bring that to them directly. So the pain points, a lot of times we'll bring them in, but without that liaison, uh, some of your unworthy competitors would just leave them alone and let them figure it out themselves. But to be able to take what they're doing and maybe th- help them think of things they weren't thinking of, make sure they're using all the platform as well as they can and getting right. the most out of the platform is a huge uh, opportunity. I was going to ask you guys this, and, and either of you can answer this, but when it comes to the concept of HR, there's so many different things. And I think a lot of times when we talk about competitors, that's one of the questions we ask almost everybody who comes in. But boy, when it comes to competitors in HR, what are some of the things that people need to be careful of? Because I can tell you the one I'm thinking of off the top of my head, and I'm not an expert in HR I'm at all. It. I was going to think of the fact that I think I'm working with an HR company, but they're only partial. Right. They can only help with payroll, but they're not helping with everything else. That's the first thing I was thinking of. Help me out with some other things that, that uh, people need to be thinking about when it comes to their HR. So um, PEO models, that's what we are, a professional employer organization, uh, tend to be taken um, in the same nature. They think that all PEOs are the same. They're not the same. You have to understand that most PEOs use brokers, Right for healthcare, for workers' compensation. Insperity skips the broker. We're not allowed to make money off of uh, healthcare benefits or workers' compensation. And that's why we're able to give you better pricing with richer benefits. Um, Our workers' compensation comes in 10% less than the average market. So we're saving people thousands of dollars uh, during a year thousands of dollars now we take that savings and put it towards we allocate it uh to their administrative fees and sometimes we just put some of it towards the administrative fees and you know you're coming out even other times it's a small investment but you know when you take into consideration all the services that you're getting from us um it's a no-brainer right why not take that chance in investing for your protection mm-hmm. and making your uh, employees happy. Yeah. While also bringing big company benefits to these small and medium-sized organizations. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the real draw for these business owners. And we're able to help them manage their business effectively and grow their people while they are still offering such robust benef- competitive benefits mm-hmm. to their employees. And I would imagine it kind of saves them a little bit, uh, maybe on the front end, because like, for instance, we're seated in a hotel. They wouldn't necessarily have to have a human resource specialist on property. That's kind of eliminating that, um, you know, area of of the staff, Mm -hmm. per se, because they're utilizing a service like yours. Exactly. And what most businesses are finding when they come to us is that um, they cannot really afford to, to Nancy's point, get a broker to get all these benefits, then hire an HR person who needs to keep up with all these laws. How are they keeping up with all these laws and regulations that are forever changing? Mm-hmm. How would a HR specialist, you know, maybe with a AA or bachelor's come in and not really know how the CARES Act has impacted or mm-hmm. get all those um, reports together and educate them on that, right? And how all of it ties together. And we've been really just groundbreaking for our our businesses, our clients, in that just in the last year alone, let alone the last 30 plus years, we've been doing groundbreaking work for businesses. So 
you know, that's one of the draw for it for them. And then they have the wealth of an entire HR team and workers comp team and unemployment team without having to pay for all these people. You can get your inbox filled up with a lot of notifications about stuff that you need for HR, or you can actually work with a team. And trust me, I'm sure those emails still go out, yeah. but there's a lot more behind it to kind of help partner with, with your, with your clients. Um, you guys have given us a ton of information, a lot of good information. I want to end the interview, uh, by going that extra mile and going that extra step and talk to you guys about how does Insperity give back? Uh, that's one of the little themes we asked in the first interview. So let me just ask, it, it's gotta be about more than business. Um, it is. So, it so is. what are some of the ways that uh, Insperity gives back? So I'm going to start real quick and then I'll let Sarah take over. Um, Insperity gives back to the community by, you know, allowing um, their employees, they want their employees to go out and volunteer in the community. So they give us uh, three hours per quarter to go out and, um, and do, you know, what we can to help the community. Now we have different programs too, uh, where we all go and volunteer, for example, Meals on Wheels in Atlanta. Uh, we've gone and volunteered there almost once a quarter. Um, we, we work with different organizations, um, mentoring, um, just working with uh, schools and helping with um, career days mm -hmm. and talking to the children and telling them what we do. In the event that there's one out there that wants to go the BPA way, Business <laughs> Performance Advisor, uh, I'm going to let Sarah take over here because she has a lot more to elaborate on. Thank you, Nancy. Yes, this is the part that I really love the most because I love giving back and helping the less unfortunate because at any moment, one of us could know somebody who's been there or one of us could have been there. At, look at the pandemic, right? Yeah. Nobody saw that coming. So this is very close to my heart. Um, I'm passionate about giving back it's, as is Insperity, which is actually the reason I joined Insperity. Huh. I looked for that type of characteristic in an organization because it speaks a lot to their core values. And that's what we bring to our companies. Um, and like Nancy said, we do go out to Meals on Wheels um, as teams, as individuals. We go out and help them. There's also must ministries we collect, clothing, uh, food, all kinds of things that are needed. They tell us what they need. And we also, I personally have a client. I won't say their name because obviously they're still an active client. Um, but they've been with us for, you know, over 10 years. And they help medically fragile children. Wow. And that that relationship has been amazing because we've been able to help their children every year throughout the year mm. by uh christmas time th i mean the entire organization's giving them mm. <laughs> you know and then these children who wouldn't have had a christmas get amazing abundance mm. and we also i've uh with my teamwork with this a specific client we've been being able to help their organization and their board and just kind of help um the organization internally in such a positive way that we were able to recommend them for an award and that we won or they won we granted them money and one of our partner hospitals also partnered and granted them money wow you know so it's we work in so many different ways in giving back not just to the community that is not a part of insperity but they are because our businesses are out there serving them mm -hmm. and so in turn we're all part of the so same i gotta tell you something too i'm sorry i interrupted but um but you know me i have to interrupt um we uh started doing a project with kroger uh in cherokee county what we're doing is kroger is um donating uh food, snack food, mm -hmm. uh, and we are making baskets and taking them to Northside <coughs> Hospital. And we're going to take them to Northside Hospital so that each like office unit has um, 
snacks yes. that they can just grab on the yeah. go because they're so busy. Some of them don't have time to eat lunch. Oh, yeah. So uh, I talked to some of them and they said it'd be great if we could just get, have grab and go snacks so that we can just at least eat something while we're so busy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, we, we go out and reach out to the community, you know, like Kroger's and Publix's and have them help us, yeah. you know, um, do that. So right. So I love the minutia of payroll and and the minutia of compliance and and employee handbooks and making sure we do everything right and getting birthdays and and what kind of cake they like and all that kind of stuff in the software. And then you almost have to have that outlet of I got to do some things to give back. I got to I got to do I I cannot stay in compliance all day. I got to do something other than compliance. And so why not use your energies to give back and the company allowing you guys to kind of decide where to put your energies. I I love it. So uh, Nancy Harrington and Sarah Senior from Insperity. Now, here's the interesting thing, Amanda. Uh, We're going to let them tell everybody for those uh, small to medium sized business who wants to scale their business and work with Insperity. The question is, is the business performance advisor or is the client liaison going to give the contact information do you have a either or but i will say this is very important because i've experienced this in my life if you guys hear this message and you want to get in touch with nancy or sarah please make sure that you reach out to the information that they give you because if you just google it it's going to go to some random site and you want to get in touch with these ladies because they have your best interest at heart all right so sarah nancy who's going to get for those people who want to contact you where should they go I'm going to give you my contact information because uh, I usually bring Sarah with me. There you go. Everything. I like it. So uh, it's Nancy Harrington and uh, it's Insperity. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. And my email is nancy.harrington at insperity.com. That's Harrington with an E. So it's H-E-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. Fantastic. Nancy Harrington, Sarah Senior, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you as well for having us. We and appreciate it. I have to thank Nancy because she brought me a delicious iced coffee. And I know that you're sitting here just drooling because I am. Um, you're jealous of my iCubes. But I do have to just thank Nancy for stopping at my favorite coffee shop in Duluth. And what, we all know. What coffee shop come is on, that? Come on. I bet you guys can guess. 101 Bagel Bagel Cafe. Cafe. (laughs) Yes, 101 Bagel Cafe in downtown Duluth offers boiled and baked New York style bagels. We have some bagels that we're going to enjoy after the show, Stephen. She even brought our favorite cheddar jalapeno. Oh, man. The cheddar jalapeno Reuben sandwich is the best. The best. Well, they have the New York style bagels and iced coffee served on tap with their signature eye cubes. That's my favorite thing. And they go beyond the bagel, offering lunch, baked treats, and catering. Their welcoming cafe is perfect to get gather for games or private events you can visit them at 101bagelcafe.com for franchising opportunities fantastic amanda thank you for uh, telling us about 101 bagel cafe also want to thank our guests nancy harrington and sarah senior from insperity we want to thank uh, max wolk from raymond james and amanda you want to let everybody know about how they can keep in touch with business radio x and gwinnett business radio yes please stay connected with us on social media on our platforms we are at gwinnett radio x you can find our archived episodes online at businessradiox.com and select the gwinnett studio and and i want to thank mike for being a fantastic producer today i want to thank stacy for being a wonderful audience today and for my co-host amanda pierce this is stephen julian saying we'll catch you next time on gwinnett business radio